0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today.
1: Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Diane Callahan, your host for the Lighthearted Life radio show. Our topic today, I love it so much, is women leading the charge for change. And my guest is someone I've known for many years. And her name is Dr. Enette Morton. She's an educator. She's a thought leader in women's leadership issues and an author. And we're talking about her amazing book that she co-wrote. And we're going to get, it's right in front of me. Oh my goodness. I had to pull it out. I have, it's all dog-eared and um, underlined and everything, but her book is called Leading the Charge for Change, Women Inspiring Leadership. And she co-wrote it with Dr. Jolene Church. So Enette I am so glad that you're on the show. Welcome, welcome.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and thrilled to be
1: chatting with you this morning about Women Leading the Charge. This is um, such an important topic, and, you know, I want to, your book is available, what, on Amazon and all major booksellers? It's available on Amazon. Okay. Um I want you, everyone listening. I want you to go out and get this book. You can get it on your Kindle or the hard copy, like I have in my hand. This is this book is actually a textbook for what our responsibility as women leaders is, as we lead change, as we invite younger women to be part of that change, and encourage them in their own growth and their own um, contribution to our world. So I think that it's kind of like required reading for all women that are um, all women leaders, I should say. What do you think, Annette?
2: Absolutely. You know, thank you for, for saying that. I believe, I believe that that is very correct because on a daily basis, we as women do things that are impactful for our community, impactful for our families. And we do it because we see things that need to be done and we care and just by taking those little steps, you're inspiring others as well as, you know, making things happen, making changes in your communities. Um, it's important that we're part of C-suites and Fortune 500 companies and big um, executives. But often, it's the smaller things that you do on a daily basis and consistently that can have the biggest impact on our
1: families and the others
2: around
1: us. I absolutely agree with that. One of the things that you pointed out in your book is that globally women account for just 35% of senior leadership roles, of all types of senior leadership roles. And so um, as you said, getting more women leaders in the C-suite and in you know, legislative roles is so important because that's where actual change gets how do you how do you see getting more women leaders into these high level roles where they can make the laws make the policies make the change that we want to see
2: Well um, you know women just need to first of all women have the um, women often don't see themselves in those roles and and that 's yeah. not to say that they don't believe they can do it but they have to be convinced that you're a leader um, for example when when we speak when i speak to women who are thinking about running for office they're like you should run for this office you should be a state assembly member you should be a state senator they're like oh no i'm not qualified like what are you talking about you've led a nonprofit for multiple years it's now a multi billion dollar multi million dollar impact on your community you're, you are the leader you're already doing the things that we oftentimes don't see ourselves in, in those roles. So it's just having stories, um, sharing stories and sharing what others are doing to help others see in themselves what they can be doing for their community, for their, for, for their businesses uh,
1: around them. You know, I love that, that, it makes me think of something I've read, I don't know, it's come across my feed or my email a million times, which is, you know, typically men will ap- apply for a job that they have, like, maybe fit or the experience of, right? Whereas women, exactly. they want to be, like, 90 or plus. They want to be, they won't even apply for something if they don't feel like it's, like, the perfect fit, right? And so it's that, it is that change in mindset. Like, go for it. You know, like, even if you have, if you don't have every box checked, but you have the skills that would enable someone to do those functions, then you should go for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, and and
2: one of the things that um, Jolene and I wanted to um, articulate in this book or talk about in this book is, like, learning from the past. You know, there are many women from the past that just, took action, and that's how they started things to, for, for change. They also were able to then encourage everybody and show that they had self-confidence and self-awareness. Um, just looking from some of the bigger bigger things that have happened in the past, they learned how to foster in, an inclusive and supportive environment, highlight their, their positive actions as role models. So it's just taking that step. Only way to get a thing done is to start to do it, and then you keep doing it. And then finally you'll finish it and you bring others along with you. And that is another key part. It's like when you get somewhere and you get something done, don't just stop there, turn around, reach back, and bring people with you because that's how we start the um, it's the pipeline and getting other women into those leadership roles. It doesn't end with me. It starts with me, and then it's my responsibility to keep it going.
1: I love that you said responsibility because I, I truly believe that, just like you were saying, the stories from, you know, amazing women who who blazed trails and, and overcame, you know, their own um, – you know their own challenges of like, can I do this? Is am I, you know, their self worth, all those things, and they blaze trails through times that were, you know, much harder in many ways to make your difference, make your change, be heard. So, on the on the, we have a responsibility to continue to do so and to continue to, you know, mark that path for the the next female leaders coming up behind us. And, and, you know, when I, say, when I say leaders, like you were saying, I don't mean like, you know, vice president of the United States, although that's a huge and amazing leadership role. Leaders, women are naturally leaders almost in everything they do, right? You, you're leading yeah. your home. You're leading your, in the community, you're, you're serving, you're working, you're doing servant leadership, you know, you're discussing important things. So I don't think it's a title. I think it's a way of being. Do you agree?
2: Absolutely. And a lot of the women, this book came about um, really because Jolene and I were doing our dissertation. And in the process of doing that, we were meeting these phenomenal women who were just being their authentic selves and just doing what they do. And a lot of them, some of, a lot of them are c suite individuals but most of them were, you know, a woman who was walking down the street and saw someone who was hungry and, and homeless and just decided, hey, I'm gonna start see I'm gonna get you something to eat and the next thing you know, she was starting to help other people connect and get something to eat. So it's just about mm-hmm. the small little changes and about the small little things that you can do or that we're already doing that inspires others and inspires can inspire an entire new generation of leaders. And I believe right now in the world that we're in, that is critical because it's um, it, it's, it's bigger than ourselves. It's our community. Yeah. It's coming together as community
1: and helping others. And that's how you inspire change. I love that. I want to talk more about that in just a moment. But right now, we're going to take a quick minute to recognize one of our sponsors and partners for the show. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the United States, and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. And now we're coming back to the Lighthearted Life radio show and my guest, Dr. Annette Morton, and we're talking about her amazing book, Leading the Charge for Change. Love what you were saying about um, telling the story, because I feel like it's, we all learned through stories it's the original form of communication right oral story t- storytelling and it's so important to see the possibilities and to also see not just the outcome that that these women have created but to see a little bit of who they are so that any of us could see ourselves making similar impactful outcome what do you think
2: absolutely
1: I think that is
2: so true Um, for example I know that I've been inspired my mother was my first role model of course and just to see her get up every day and do what she did inspired me to you know what I can do this I can make that change but other other women that also have inspired me have been people that I've read about and read their stories and and people who I've come in contact with, and it happens to all of us. We meet that person that is just
0: thriving
2: and doing what they're doing, and we're like, how can I also do that?
1: Exactly. You know, one of the things that you talked about is the importance of engaging with supportive networks, uh, with mentoring, with professional development opportunities, which I had to highlight in the book because – that's exactly what we do in the organization Connected Women of Influence. It's all about bringing women together, powerful women in all different industries to support one another, to learn, you know, best practices, new ideas, to have a place to turn with like, hey, uh, this didn't work out. What would you guys do in this situation? To have sort of that, that um, I always call it my board of directors, you know, like your personal board of directors. Um right. and do you have do you have a group like that yourself? Absolutely.
2: Um you you really it really takes a village because you can't you can you never get anywhere on your own. From the people who you're working with, your colleagues, your family, your um extended network, they're all part of helping you propel yourself forward. So you need to take time to um to to build that network and and really nurture nurture the network because it helps you stay connected. Um, mm-hmm. One of the the one of the examples that we have in our book is um, we say just like a diverse flowers in a garden, all of those flowers are connected and together make this beautiful tapestry of colors that it can inspire. And that's like the power of your network. So the collective strength. Of a network is critical. So, learning how to be a part of the network, developing those connections, and and helping each other propel themselves propel yourself forward, um, doing alliances and partnerships are all critical to leading leading and um, making
1: changes in your community. I so agree. I have a group of. I think there's eight of us now that came together, actually, for the most part, many of us came to know one another because of cancer. And these ladies didn't necessarily have cancer. I was the one that had, you know, I'm a four-time cancer survivor, and so I had um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And through work and then meeting these amazing people who were volunteering and getting involved, this whole group came together and we try to get together every two or three months, and we cheer each other on, and we some of us have started businesses. Some of us have started nonprofits. Um, some of us are working in nonprofits or working at, you know, high-level VP corporate jobs, and mm-hmm. the amazing thing is to see that we're all going to be – we're each other's board of directors. We're going to be there for the grand openings. We're going to be there for the galas and the – silent option and all those things, you know, and when you have, when you find a group like that, and some of us are part of a number of different groups of, like that, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is magic. There's magic in being supported by other amazing, you know, driven. I don't even know if I like that word, but go-getter women, go-getter. How about that? Getting things done. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure I like exactly. Well, no, passionate.
2: You know, there, there are women, you find your passion, and when you're passionate about helping others. Like I belong to an organization, I went through this organization called Emerge, which is how it, it helps train women who are uh, interested in, in running for elected office. And mm-hmm. just being part of that group and seeing some of the women who are absolutely remarkable. Again, it, it goes back to some of these women didn't even see themselves as leaders as leaders, but then once they started talking about it's my passion to help do something in education to help you know change something in the legislature so that families have more um, resources, then you could see their faces light up and they were starting to influence people just by talking about what they were passionate about and being mm-hmm. around that is something magical and then to see what they're doing and to to see the change that they're making they are there to help each other with what they need to get the message out it really is um uplifting
1: yes absolutely and to and to just see other people going for it other women going for it, it makes you know you got to go for it too you got to you have to you have to and yes one of the things that you talk about in your book that I love beyond measure is is the mindset factor right the um, how do we get over like our words and phrases and thoughts are so important because they are reality right they shape us in our reality and so there are certain phrases that we say without really thinking about how powerful they are you know so one of the things one of those phrases is around the idea that women cannot have it all they can't have health and you know happy family and ambition and passion they can't have it all right it's talked about right. all the time and i'm like i've always thought well why not everything is about timing in life and seasons in life but even though you're, you're nursing a brand new baby, you still have the passion for the things that you want to change. I mean, it doesn't, one thing doesn't go away. You just have to figure out how to be present in all of the functions and factors of your life. And do you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of it as women, we do that. We don't put ourselves first because we feel that we have to do all of these other things before we get to ourselves. But that's not the case. Um, women in you can you can you can't have it all. It's just a matter of how you set your priorities and what's important for you and what is your passion. And when you nurture your passion, then all of the other things fall into place. But you have to learn how to talk to yourself that in, Internal conversation you have with yourself, like who am I to change the world? Why can't you know? I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough financial resources. I don't. I don't have this or that. Like you do. You just have to think about what's your passion and how you can make it make it happen. Um, Make it your purpose. And that's a lot of the stories that we um, heard from women or just they didn't think about any of those things once they realized that I'm passionate about this and I'm going to go for it, all of those things fall into place. Um, I had a, a professor once who said, do what you like and the money will follow. And that I've taken to expand. is like do what you like and everything else will follow. All of the time that you need, the help that you need, the resources that you need will will just – come into play because people will want to be around you and will want to help you with your passion.
1: Absolutely. There's, you know, now we're going to get a little woo-woo because it's that energy, right? If you're putting out this positive, I've got a dream type of energy, right? I've got a mission. I've got a purpose. I see a problem. I have an idea to fix it. Let's get together. If you're putting out that kind of high-level joyful, crazy energy, that's what's going to be drawn to you. People who, who are vibing that same way, people who are like, yes, I, have, I saw the same problem and I want to be part of changing that. They're going to come along with you and you're going to create something bigger than you could have created yourself. It's just a matter exactly. of raising. Yeah, it's a matter of raising our, we've, at, the, at, at this core level, we've got to change the dialogue. We've got to change, go into women's heads and that they tell themselves and they hear we've got to, you know, like we've got a model what does that look like to be, you know, a person who is self-aware and self-confident and knows about, knows their value and their worth. And and you talk about that in your book about encouraging that kind of self confidence, self-awareness, self-value. And I'm, curious if you could share with our listeners like how how do you do this how do you model this how do you do this encouragement well it's um, like we, we were saying before
2: it's like you start with your passion first you find what you're, you're what you're passionate about and then you start connecting with other people who are like-minded and have the same passion or someone that you've been talking to and they're And they come to you and they say, say, thank you. Thank you for thinking of this. Connect with those those types of people. Um, The next thing you need to do is start to create your own opportunities. Like um, Shirley Mm -hmm. Susan said, if they don't invite you to the table, bring your own chair and join. You don't wait. You start creating your own opportunities. And then you start looking at how do you break your own glass ceiling? You know, again, don't wait for someone to do it for you. It's like, what am I going to do to continue this forward? And then start telling your story to everybody who wants to hear it. Um, share your passion because, again, bringing people along with you is how you make that impact. Um, and then, again, you start to remain resilient. You've got to keep the passion up. And along with that, you've got to give yourself the space and grace to rest sometimes and to realize that it's not all going to happen at the same time. But just keep going and keep up the consistency and keep telling your story, and you're going to eventually get there. If you need help, ask for help. That doesn't mean that you're weak or you're failing, but it just means that you recognize that more resources are needed. So the biggest thing, though, is to tell yourself, you can do this. You've got it. One step at a time, you can make it happen.
1: I love, that was just a whole, like, how to be, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> people could write it down, A, B, C, D, but I love that you started with recognizing and understanding what your passion is, like what what enrages you, what excites you, you know, what you want to change, contribute, because when, when it's when you know why you want to do something. And I think that, that women are really good at this because they see, like, what needs to change, what could change, like how it could be better for more people, right? Mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and when a woman sees um, a need, like, say, um, making sure that all of our kids have healthy food, Right. When a woman sees that need, they're not just thinking about their two kids. They're thinking about everybody's kids, all the kids. Exactly. Right? And the need for all. Exactly. So I think that's, that's part of what's really powerful. And I'm not saying men don't think about these things. But I just think that um, that's part of what makes women so powerful because they get pretty darn clear on the why being the problem they want to solve. Right? Exactly. And- Exactly. You know that when you have that clarity and you feel that call, then it, that fuels your fire. You know, every day you're like, no, there, there are kids going to bed tonight hungry, so I'm not done. I remember um, uh, Tilden Coil Constructors in Riverside, I know you know those guys, um, they've been huge supporters of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And, in fact, last year they hit the million-dollar mark for funds raised for research and services to patients. And one of the leaders over there, somebody had said, aren't we done, you know, raising money? (laughs) And he looked at them and he said, "Uh, do you know anybody that has cancer? And the guy said, yeah. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, we're not done. You know? (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: It's exactly that when you know, like, the the life-changing difference that, that you're trying to make it just fuels your fire and it allows you to, to look in the mirror and say, yeah, I may not know everything and I may not have a million dollars in my bank account to run for office, but I know that this needs to be changed. So I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because you, you know, it's too important not to, but if you, if not you, then who? Um, (sighs) We need to be right. Uh, We're the ones, we're the leaders that we're looking for. And uh, some of those, those are two of my most powerful things that I say to myself. It's like, okay, Net, if not you, then then who's going to do it? So you can sit here and watch things not happen, or you can get up and do something, do what you can. Um, My passion Mm -hmm. is education and making sure that people have access to education to do what they want to do, how can they how can they be um, more successful? Because education really is the key to everything. And I'm, yes. and I'm not saying that everyone has to become, you know, a doctorate or you know, go for world peace on that level. It's just a matter of just educating yourself on how do I fix the plumbing in my house, or how do I become a better writer, or Or I do want to be a doctor. So there's a wide range of things. But my passion is helping people get to those educational opportunities at whatever level. And so every day when I go to, I mean, that's what I do on a daily basis. I go and I help our faculty at the university be better educators so that the the student experience is amazing. And when the students leave to make sure that they have what they expected, and it's those types of, of um, opportunities that we can do in any of our lives. We can just say, you know what, I want to I wanna help you learn how to take care of your dog better. I want to learn how to, you know, sew better.
1: You can do, take what you know how to do and share that with yep. your community. One of the things that is so great about the book, it's chock full of stories of women who have done just the things that you've been mentioning. But then every chapter has two, two parts that I love. Cause I, I like, I have this phrase that I love, which is capture and apply. How am I going to capture my learning? What if it's a webinar, if it's reading a book and then how am I going to apply it to my life? So you make it so easy to capture and apply because you have taking out. Okay. So You just read about all these amazing women leaders. What can you do to take action like they have? And then there's also key takeaways. So, I mean, if you only opened up the chapter and read that, you would be having a, you know, PhD in women leadership. What do you think, like when you wrote the book, what was your hope of what people would take away from reading this book?
2: Well, that was the key thing that Jolene and I really wanted to make sure happened because it's not enough to just share the stories because they're important, but what can you do in your lives to take action? And so we came up with the concept of, okay, these stories, these were the key takeaways from each of these stories. Um, We had so many stories, and women were fabulous. But we looked at what were the themes and the key takeaways We wanted to make sure that you can apply, whoever picked this book up could apply some of these things to their own world. Um, So taking action and what were the key takeaways from the story because everyone could come away with a different perspective on a story, but this is what the women were trying to communicate. This is what we were trying to communicate for them and help articulate that. So those two things together were critical to make sure we include it in the story and in, in our book.
1: We are going to wrap up our show, but I want to ask you, if people want to get in touch with you, Annette, how do they do that? Where can they connect with you?
2: They can connect with me at my email, which is Annette11 at gmail.com, and i um, will be happy to answer any of your questions and point you to some of the other resources that we have.
1: Fabulous. And also you can find her on LinkedIn if you want to follow her, Enette um, Morton. And it's EDD, right? Enette Morton E D. Yes. yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are going to wrap up our show. Um, I want to say thank you to Dr. Enette Morton. I, I think that this this conversation, we could definitely talk for another half hour. I know that. But it is so thought-provoking, but more than thought-provoking, it should be, for listeners, action-provoking. So I hope that listeners will pick up the book and then read those taking action sections, those key takeaways, and do, do that level of leadership wherever you are in your, in your corner of the garden. So thank you so much to all of our listeners, both in the United States and internationally, because we're an international show. And after our show today... You can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening. Have a great week and go out there and make it a lighthearted life.
0: Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where life-focused business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.